everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how are you doing, my friend? Doing well, Hunter. Thanks. Always good, glad to be here in your beautiful voice. Aww. You know. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. And, You're and welcome. And I'm here with uh, with sexy Colin. Colin, how are you doing, sir? Boy! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to review this fucking film! <laughs> Whoa. That got intense very quickly. That's, that's how all the dialogue is in this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, so basically. So we're you sounded about, just like King Arthur. You really yeah. did. So we're, we're talking about King Arthur's sword and the stone, legend of the sword. What what was this? Sword and the stone. Sword, sword and the stone. You know what? I wasn't making that joke uh, with you, uh, Scott, when we reviewed Guardians. I, I would rather have watched sword, of the, sword and the Stone than watch this again because, damn, this... So, Colin, I, 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 you kind of said it off mic, but I, I, you said meh is kind of how you felt leaving this. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was kind of... Can, can I give you my, my the long and short of my review? Yeah, please. <laughs> So I, I was leaving. I was actually I was like mid film watching this, and I was like, I know the two movies that this movie is. That like, can I guess one? Can I guess one? Guess guess one of them real quick. It is the Russell Crowe Robin Hood one of them. That's that's good. That's good. Oh, I'll nice. give you bonus points if either of you can guess the next one. Ooh, is it the the King Arthur remake with Keira Knightley? No, that that would that's a great. That's I'm a gonna great go. Guess. I'm gonna go with a Knight's Tale. Oh, very good guess. No, so those were definitely more on the nose than my crazy brain was thinking when I was. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was. I was thinking. I was like, okay, so this is almost like a prequel to like this known old folklore, like nice Britain British, you know, uh, tale like you know the Sword in the Stone, Excalibur, Camelot, all that. This is like a prequel to it for um, for King Arthur. I was like, it did feel a little bit like that Robin Hood movie, the Ridley Scott one that, yes. that he did with you guys. Pro really so hated bad. that one. So a huge bummer, huge bummer. <laughs> so and the other thing was like all of the weird mage animals, like the giant animals, like that were like honestly like dictating how the wars were being oh, fought. Oh, Noah. Noah, is that what you're thinking of? No, dude, Noah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> monsters, man. I was watching this movie and I was like, dude, those giant elephants are like the the rock monsters in Darren Aronofsky's Noah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, what? So what is what Why are they there? Like, is this is this supposed to be like historical? You're asking such good questions. <laughs> like what? And honestly, like, Scott, is this supposed to be like a historical representation, or was this just like? swords and stuff so, so scott like imagining it was like what if guy Ritchie reimagined yeah. a classic british tale and which <laughs> a lot of people would be like damn you guy Ritchie. Dude, no it's true man because scott you're asking great questions and i hate to tell you me and colin cannot answer them for you because the movie doesn't really answer them the movie just kind of goes hey there's mages and shit why Shut up. There should be like, they're basically like, Guy Ritchie was like, yeah, remember Merlin, the wizard, in Sword in the Stone? was like, what if there was like this big race of crazy elephant mages? Like, yeah. And we're like, man, you really ran with that one. Yeah. 
Oh, so this is this is the the street rat becomes the king. Is that what this is? Yeah, that, that, definitely. Right. Okay. You hit the nail on the head. Or, or... Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's the old tale. It's, it's yeah. the old tale of sword and stone, like you know, King Arthur. Yeah. So yeah. So just real quick, the plot. Uh, king Arthur, played by uh, Charlie Hunnam, who. Uh, it's from uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy, right? I think you guys have watched mm-hmm. it. I still haven't watched Sons Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I need to. I know. It's, it, it's on my list. Uh, what do you mean he's from Sons of Anarchy? Oh, he's from Pacific Rim. Yeah. I, I apologize. Kaiga! <laughs> destroying kaijus. I, you know and, and Green Street Hooligans, which is a great show. That actually yeah. is. Um, yeah, and children of surprisingly, <laughs> he's like the lead actor, and I, I'm, I mean, I don't love the movie because of the lead actor, but he's the lead actor in one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's that, that says, that has to say something, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I specifically did not mention Pacific Rim because I knew you would mention Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I, By the way, thank you for mentioning it. Yeah, but I, I, I could not. I, I mean. That would be an injustice against like a beautiful, you know, film. <laughs> so, so, so I'm gonna tell you right now, Scott. Uh, for the first, this, this movie's two hours, which is way too long for this, by the way. Yeah, but, snoozer, such a snoozer. Yeah, man, dude. I, I was, I mean, it was noon, and I was really. And keep in mind, I just, I just sat through Snatch, so my my bar was really low, and I was really sitting there thinking, man, yeah. I could totally go to bed right now. So, aren't there so many like? There's so many like little subplots and like little old memories that they flash in and out. I mean, it's the most like ADD. I feel like, like back and forth, like some of the the side plots that are going on. Is it was that just me or is like was it just, like a hard movie to follow where just to the point where it's like you don't care? No, you're totally right. And the thing is with, uh, so I'll I'll take one of my favorite uh, Guy Ritchie movies, uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Huge fan of Sherlock Holmes. Second one, yeah. But the first one I think is fantastic, and that erratic kind of jumping around style works with Sherlock Holmes because, you know, it's it's almost like you're in Sherlock Holmes's head, so it kind of makes sense. In this movie, it is so all over the fucking place. I didn't know what was happening for the first half of it. I'll, yeah, and, sure. And I was wide awake, and I, I didn't know what they were doing. So uh, Eric Bana, he's. Um, Oh, by the way, they don't really even say the names of the characters, really. I, I had no idea who anybody yeah, was. I, mean, I, think, I think a lot of that was, like, you're supposed to know because it's, like, old English lore, you know, type of thing. So everyone's like, oh, you know, Eric Bond is playing the, you know, the Uther, whatever, who, you know. If we are if we were in a British school, it would be like, oh, yeah, Uther. And we're from America. Fuck <laughs> Uther. Who cares? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> But I mean, dude, even Sherlock Holmes, they say Sherlock's names a few times, but like, so... Yeah, no, for real. But you know I, what I mean? I, I, and so watching this, you know, Uther uh, and his uh, his brother, played by Jude Law, who plays a, uh, a Vortigern, um, uh, so Uther gets killed by Vortigern, not a, not a shock at all. The way I will say that uh, Eric Bana goes out, he does go out like a G, to, to his credit, but... Um, so Vortigern, or Vortigern, he goes ahead and he sees his power, uh, uh, Arthur was, uh, Uther's son, who they pretty much pull a, uh, 
full of Moses Swift, and they put him in a put him in a basket. Sorry, I mean a boat, and they push him off somewhere, and he's raised in a brothel, and then he comes back to reclaim his birthright when Excalibur shows up in the stone, which is Uther's corpse, basically, and he pulls it out. That that's basically the plot. I pretty much gave you the plot in about. A minute and a half. Um, Scott, I'm that was so. That was a really interesting plot. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> but, but Scott, I'm gonna be straight, straight up, man. I, I be was, straight with me. Um, I, I was watching this movie and I just went, I, no one knew what they were doing. Here. That's the only thought that kept running through my head. It felt like there were about probably three scripts, and they just mashed them all. It felt very Batman vs Superman ish in that sense, like. The plot is simple, but it's so overcomplicated by uh, exposition that I went, wow, you could have simplified this way down, and they just don't. Uh, Colin, kind of your thoughts, sir. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought that was a good... It, it, so it's a, it's a Warner Brothers movie, and it feels like a Warner Brothers movie. It really, <laughs> like, like, even like Harry Potter, it has it's just like that dark, mm. kind of ominous vibe the whole time. Um, there's all these flashbacks. There's lots of slow motion. I mean, it's very Warner Brothers. It is like Hunter was saying, like kind of like the Batman, you know, v Superman, Dawn of Justice garbage <laughs> <laughs> at times. Uh, uh, yeah, but but I mean, it, it's your it's your typical you know King Arthur story. Some of it's cool. I, I'll, I'll give it credit to, to Guy Ritchie making a cool like young King Arthur growing up, becoming a badass, living in Londinium, you know, learning the ways of how to <laughs> Is that the name of London? Is like is that like Yeah, that was no that was yeah, that was the literally the name of London back in like Camelot days. Okay. Like when they wrote it, I guess. But but he does he does like a decent uh job, you know, creating this this young kid coming up in the in the hard streets. Um Becoming King Arthur, I, I was just—I kept expecting uh, Charlie Hunnam to to finally, you know, say, "Hey, I've got this laboratory where I can control this giant robot that would be able to take care of all of this right quick." But he, <laughs> but he never. He never, he never went full Pacific Rim. He never did it for me. So, I, you know, it was, it was a disappointment, I would say. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to jump in here. This movie's fucking dumb. I'm sorry. I, and I wanted to like this. And I was sitting there just staring at the screen thinking, I, I don't know what's going on. It, it, it felt like Transformers for me, Scott. Where You know what I mean? In the sense that you're seeing stuff on screen that in theory you should love or at least like. And I didn't like or love anyone in this movie. <laughs> I was just kind of sitting there thinking, I'm kind of depressed. Uh, I didn't like I, You know, it's a little bit depressing just reading over the credits and such. The budget on this movie... Huge. Like, 175? $105 million. Yeah, yeah 175 right? Yeah. Yep, opening weekend, 14.7, like... <laughs> they lost a lot of money on this. They're, They're not going to make that back. They're never. If they only made fifteen, not even fifteen million, and they have to do ten times that, and your first week is always your highest grossing. There's yeah. no chance. 
They'll never pay that budget back. No. Well, you know, you know what's crazy about this is that apparently, and I, I read an interview with Guy Ritchie, this was apparently in his mind was supposed to be the first of not one, not two, not three, but six fucking movies. Wow. What? That's what it feels like too. You know why this movie fucking sucks is because it feels like it's the first mm. of six. Like yeah. the story isn't complete at all. It's just like very open ended. Like here's the start of a TV series that maybe you can binge watch one day on the new like you know <laughs> mobile streaming service a decade from now when this is inevitably out for free. Yeah, like I, I, I dude. So let's kind of go through a couple people. I thought Jude Law at a couple points was at least kind of a dick. He's good. Jude Law's a good actor. I can't even hate on Jude Law. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, but, you know, Jude Law and Guy Ritchie, they're buds. So I'm sure he signed on this before the script was written and probably got the script and went, God damn it. Um, Charlie Hunnam, you know, he he dodged a bullet. He didn't end up being in Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sure he would be making a lot more money for this if he had, but... Uh, I thought he was decent at points as King Arthur. Um, D- Demon, uh, Dijon Mustard, uh, that you know, that black guy who's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he is uh, he's a uh, soul uh, Sir uh, Bedivere. He actually like he's not in it a lot, but I thought he was pretty good. I, I mean, there's stuff here that you can mime and say that wasn't bad. Eric Bono was actually good for the little bit he's on screen, but but Colin and, and just. Tell me if you agree. I was really sitting there, and for as simple as this shit is, I just didn't know what the fuck was happening. So I couldn't invest in anything. Yeah, I, I think the fact of like what they knew that they were doing this, they were they were taking a story that took about an hour and a half to tell, and they were like, let's split that into six parts, and we'll tell the one sixth of an hour and a half, <laughs> like hour movie. In, in in we'll spread it out to two hours. Why why not do that? And what ends up happening is they have all these like side plots and these like backstories that they keep going back and showing. And I'm like, I, I was with you. I was like, is this all like one storyline? What the hell is happening? And nothing really happens for most of it. It's just kind of like he grows up really quick. Yes. Like like five minutes. He's a boy, and then he's a man, and then it's just Charlie Hunnam, and he, you know, gets into a series of events, and he's just kind of, like, really strong, and that's cool. <laughs> that's good. So does he, does he, so are the next movies going to be about him doing, being stuff, doing stuff as King Arthur, like? Yeah, but let me, let me was tell there, you. Was there, like a, was there, like, a battle in this movie, like? Yeah, let me tell you what the next movie is going to be. It's going to be um, someone taking a giant screenplay and shoving it down his mechanical shredder. <laughs> because they're never making a second movie. Because this movie lost so much money. Yeah, no, this is yeah, no one's going to invest in the second one. No, not, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, we're not making number two. <laughs> yeah, this, this falls in that same hilarious pile as a movie like the golden compass and pan where it's like oh yeah. like you want to see more of these right <laughs> like lone lone rider or whatever oh lone Ooh, ranger yeah. yeah lone ranger just with yeah johnny depp but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now scott jesus christ on the cross this movie was so boring at points i was fighting to stay awake i i 
this was like watching C-SPAN, Scott, at a couple points. I'm, I'm sitting there, and it's like, man, you're talking about war and death and mages and magic, and I should fucking care, but I could not care less. And Is there like a big battle at, at some point in this movie? Well, the, the, the biggest battle, well, I mean, one of the biggest battles happens right at the beginning, and that's when the mages and their giant army of, of people are coming to storm Camelot, mm-hmm. and it, that that's when Eric Bana is king. It's it's when you know King Arthur is a little baby, just like a little tiny itty bitty baby. <laughs> little baby Arthur. Yeah, baby, yeah, Arthur. baby Arthur. And like the mages storm the castle with these giant <laughs> elephant monsters, of course, as they do. And yeah, and and it's pretty. It opens up pretty epically. Like Eric Bana like jumps and he's got a sword and he like goes straight into like the mages like like throw it and you're like fuck yeah Eric Bonner fucking Hulk <laughs> yeah exactly the original and, Hulk or one of them yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean there's a cut there like I would definitely say there's a couple action scenes that are like kind of cool there's definitely that Guy Ritchie scene where they're talking about you know it seems like they're talking about the heist but it's like you know these all these like smooth talking you know London fucks like talking about how they like you know got away with like beating up these Vikings. Dude, um, I, anyway, I, I, there's cool points. Scott, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Like I've been a Guy Ritchie fan for a while. Um, as much as I do not like uh, the Lone Ranger Army Hammer, uh, actually after uh, after um, that last movie he did, I actually uh, free shot or whatever the hell it's called. I actually joined him more, but. Um, I'm a huge Guy Ritchie fan, and everything I love about Guy Ritchie was just done so poorly here, I, I could not have given less of a fuck about this movie. This might make my top ten list just on principle, because if you put a gun in my head and you're like, tell me something cool about it, I'd be like, well, there's this one scene with Excalibur that's kind of like Max Payne, where they slow it down, and he, like, slashes a bunch of people, but, I mean, that was kind of cool, but, I mean, outside of that, I mean... You know, you have the elephant mages or whatever, the elephant, the elephant mages. That, that would have been great, <laughs> elephants and mages. I would have watched <laughs> elephants casting spells and shit. But, <laughs> yeah, you have the giant elephants at the beginning of the movie. Why are they there? Who the fuck knows? And then there's a giant snake at the very end again. Why is it there? Who the fuck knows? And just some of the CG in this movie is really bad. Like, some of it is very noticeably. That snake at the end, Colin, I don't know about you, but... That looks like that line from a 10,000 BC <laughs> where it's just, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> or it's so shitty looking, you can't believe it made it past the cutting room floor. Uh, um, so, I, I mean, before I throw it back to you, I'm going to give my grade because honestly, I have nothing else to say about this. Uh, Charlie Hunnam was okay at points, um, you know. So, so, Scott, I will ask you before I give my grade. What is the most think about it? What is the most cliche way you can think of for uh, like a King Arthur movie in? Like like what do you how do you think this would end? Someone getting like knighted or something? Oh, or... you are in, and Scott gets the square. You are right on the, <laughs> right on the dot. But but they double up. So King Arthur is the last one to get knighted, of course, because you know arise King Arthur, and then. You see them constructing what is it? A table, and it's round. It's like, oh <laughs> god, like it. Yeah, they're set. They're trying to set up the next movie. Is so hard. 
Yeah, like it, like Scott, it sets it up for a third for a next movie, like Independence Day Resurgence sets up for another movie, and we're, like, <laughs> oh, it really does. Like they show part of the table, but it's clearly round, and you know you see him raise Excalibur, and like a beam of light shines off Excalibur, and a, <laughs> an American bald eagle flies by, and it goes to London or whatever the fuck. And, like it, it's pretty much like that the way it ends, and it's just it's dumb. And, you know, I was really sitting here, and even the stuff I liked, I don't like enough to ever see this again. So, I and I was angry, honestly, for the first hour, because I just didn't know what the fuck was going on. And it didn't grab me, really, at all. So, yeah, it, it's, I'm going to stop short of a go fuck yourself, even though I kind of feel like I should give it one. And I'm going to give it an F. I just thought this was stupid beyond belief, and I don't know why... I'm happy it lost its money. I'm happy that we won't get a second one of these because this just needs to go away. Hopefully the new Mummy movie does the same thing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is... This, you know what? No, this is a go fuck yourself. No, no, no. Like, I'm, sitting thinking, I'm sitting there thinking about, no, it's a go fuck yourself because I'll never watch this again. If this was on cable and I was hungover, I would try to find my remote so I could change it. I just, I don't even want this as a background noise. It, it's dumb. I'm sorry. I hated this. So, yeah, go fuck yourself for me. Uh, Colin, your final thoughts, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's probably the worst Guy Ritchie movie. It has to be. Um, I don't I don't think there's any other Guy Ritchie movie he's done that's worse than this. So, uh, yeah, that, it's, it's definitely very forgettable, especially the fact that it is setting up for a sequel and it's not going to get one. <laughs> like, yeah. is hilarious and very sad. And it's only going to make rewatching this movie almost like, like, you would sit down and watch this movie and you'd be like, I'm just getting more and more depressed about my life, just reminiscing on the fact that this movie exists and how bad it is and how there's no sequel to it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's pretty bad. There, you get the Guy Ritchie charm wherever he can fit it in and it's not too douchey. So, um, yeah, he's, I, I don't like the way the, his career's going. Um, I'm, I'm just, but I, I, I wasn't mad at it. I was trying really hard to give him the benefit of the doubt, the majority of the movie and, and try and focus on the plot and be interested, but it is, it's, it's a snoozer. So I, I'm just going to give it a D it's a bad, which is so low for a guy, Richie movie for me. You have to understand like I sure. always gets like good grades for me. And this is fucking not good. It's a D. Yeah. No. And, and, and that's fair, man. And trust me, I wish I could even get to a D with this, but I mean, just thinking back to the quick cuts and the action. And I'm just like, man, there was nothing that made me go, Oh shit. That was cool. I just, Okay, you know, there, there's one scene where um, uh, Jude Law kills this kid's dad in front of him, and it's just such a dick thing. <laughs> like, the way he does it is such a is he's such an asshole. And I did kind of go, damn, that's fucked up at that scene. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it credit for that, but everything else is just not, not chill. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't... Don't expect to see a sequel to this, even though they really hammer home they want to do one. But, uh, yeah, not great. But, uh, guys, what did you think of King Arthur, uh, Sword in the Stone? Um, that's what it's called, right? Not, not Legend of the Sword, Sword in the Stone, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. Right. All right, perfect. <laughs> that would have been a better title. I would have at least laughed at the title for that. But, uh, <laughs> but 
<laughs> Guys, follow us here on SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to us at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Follow Scott on Twitter at Luma the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. And like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, I will have my first uh, in a new film series I'm starting this weekend. Of I'm going to be reviewing all the Harry Potter movies. So I will have my uh, my first Harry Potter review up this weekend. I believe that's Order of the Phoenix, isn't it? The uh, the first one. The okay. first one oh, is no, uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. Yeah. Or if you're in London, it is the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. A little bit of. A little bit of Potter trivia for you. You know, what's funny? you know what's funny? I've only seen the Harry Potter movies once. I've only seen everyone one time. So I'm yeah. I'm actually really excited to, to, to do this film series because I want to get more into into Harry Potter and be more nerdy about it. And uh, we'll also have a review up for Alien uh, uh, Covenant up this weekend as well, which I'm going to be scary. Dude, I hope it's better than Prometheus. That's all I'll say. If it's better than Prometheus, I'll be happy. But... Um, cause I thought some parts were good, but didn't love it. It's gonna be intense. Yeah, it, no, it, dude, it definitely will be that. It's gonna but, be dark and quiet, and shit is gonna pop out at you and scare you. You're, you're not making me feel better about seeing this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Damn it! But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.